1: We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Today we will finish up the law and get to Hanukkah, but first let's pray. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and worship you, Lord, and are looking forward to a wonderful time with you this day and each day as we celebrate who you are in our lives. So Lord, I pray for an anointing on this program and that everybody who hears will hear uh, in order to find out more about you and get closer to you i pray that this goal will be achieved and and lord so bless each one who is listening i pray this in the name of yeshua amen well i pray you had a great thanksgiving for those of you who got our haggadah i would love to hear how it went were family or visitors touched now, today is the last day we are offering the Hanukkah Hagada. In fact, we light the first candle tonight, but there are eight nights. So if you want the Haggadah in order to understand or help your Hanukkah celebration, call our office Monday morning. We're open at 10 a.m. and we'll get them out to you immediately. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. This is also a great time for one of our rabbis to come and visit your church and speak on various topics like God's appointed times or sharing uh, good news with Jewish people. Email me and we'll set it up rabbi at heart of and we love visitors you can check out our congregational website Uh come and bring your jewish friends uh, we'd love that and if this radio program blesses you help us stay on the air with your prayer and your financial support again you can call karen at 813-831-5673 or donate online at heart well finishing up our discussion on the law one of the questions that seems to be asked a lot is does under grace mean ignore the law Well, for that, I'd like to give you an example. Uh, Consider a police officer stopped you for speeding, and you know you were guilty. However, you were rushing because you had an emergency. You explain that to the officer as he writes you a ticket. He then tears it up and says, all right, I'm going to pardon you this time. But what do you think he means by that word, but... Surely he means, but I don't want to ever catch you speeding again. Does this pardon or grace open the way for you to disobey the law? On the contrary, you're blessed and expected to never disobey the speed limit again. So Romans six fifteen says, what then shall we sin? Because we are not under law, but under grace, may it never be. Do you not know that to whatever you yield yourselves, As slaves for obedience, you are slaves to what you obey, whether to sin resulting in death or to obedience resulting in righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you were slaves of sin, you wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching under which you were placed. And after you were set free from sin, you became enslaved to righteousness. So, when dealing with the law, always consider a couple scriptures. Romans. 14 5 and 6 one person esteems one day over another while another judges every day alike let each be fully convinced in his own mind the one who observes that day does so to the lord the one who eats eats to the lord for he gives thanks to god and the one who abstains abstains to the lord and he gives thanks to god so in other words don't judge other people and uh, a scripture on that vein is Colossians two sixteen and seventeen. Therefore, do not let anyone pass judgment on you in matters of food or drink, or in respect to a festival or new moon or Shabbat. These are a foreshadowing of things to come, but the reality is Messiah. We will say. As we end this portion with the psalmist in his ageless words, I delight like to do your will, O oh my God. Yes, your Torah is within my being. That's Psalm 40, verse 8. So let's move on for to tonight's celebration of Hanukkah. Right. Hanukkah is probably one of the best known Jewish holidays, mostly because it's at the same time as Christmas. Many Jews think of this holiday as the Jewish Christmas Our Christmas customs like giving gifts, decorations, and what Jewish people might call a Hanukkah bush. (laughs) However, the root of Hanukkah was a fight against spiritual and cultural assimilation and the freedom to worship God. Yet it has become the most assimilated secular holiday on our calendar. So, Let's figure out, is this a biblical holiday or not? Should we celebrate it or not? Let's first examine a bit of history leading up to it. So approximately 325 years before Yeshua, Alexander the Great conquered Syria, Egypt, and Israel, but allowed the lands under his control to continue observing their own religions. So everything was good. Many Jews assimilated into the Hellenistic culture, and they adopted the language, they adopted the customs, and the dress of the Greeks— Wait a minute, does that sound familiar at all? (laughs) Like Christians and Jews in America today, right? Even believers have assimilated into secularism as their biblical standards have been lowered so that they can seem normal to everybody else around them. Or it's just the peer influence, I'm not sure. This includes how we dress, what we watch on TV, what movies we see, how we speak, etc., well, let's get back to the history. Antiochus fourth came into control. He began to oppress the Jews. He put his priests in the temple where they sacrificed pigs on the altar. He made it against the law to practice the Jewish religion. And finally, just, you know, he started killing Jews. There was this guy by the name of Mattathias and his son Judah Maccabee. And they led a revolution, and after many tough battles, and the fact that nobody thought this little group of Jews could beat the mighty army of Antiochus, the Maccabees won. Now, they went to rededicate their temple, and they found it was a mess, So according to tradition, as recorded in the Talmud, now the Talmud, if you remember, is a commentary on scripture written by the rabbis. At the time of the rededication, there was very little oil left to light the menorah in the temple or a a candelabrum. uh, and, And so there was only enough oil to burn for one day. Yet a miracle happened and it burned for eight days. And so an eight-day festival was declared to remember this miracle. Note that the holiday commemorates the miracle of the oil that God gave to the people, not a military victory. And it's because Jews don't glorify in war. They just don't. So is Hanukkah in the Bible? Not really. There's one verse in the Bible that talks about Hanukkah, and it's John 10:22 and 23. It says this. Then came Hanukkah. It was winter in Jerusalem. Yeshua was walking in the temple around Solomon's colonnade. So your translation might be a little different. It might say that then came the feast of dedication. But Hanukkah means dedication. So you get it? Okay, so Hanukkah is mentioned in the Bible, but as you could see, really nothing's said about it. The first Hanukkah happened around 164 B.C., before Yeshua, right? Which is part of the, it's called the intertestamental period, And, and that's the time between the last writings of the Hebrew Scriptures and the appearance of Yeshua, And it lasted from the prophet Malachi's time about 400 B.C. to the preaching of John uh, about 25 A.D. So because there is no prophetic word from God during this period of time, uh, some people refer to it as the 400 silent years. Now, much of the information on Hanukkah is actually found in the Apocrypha. That's a selection of books which were published in the original 1611 King James Bible. But these apocryphal books were positioned between the Old and the New Covenant. And these 15 books are part of the Catholic version of the Bible, but they're really not accepted by the Protestant or the Jews. And so you won't find them in most Bibles unless it's Catholic. Now, in the Apocrypha, the books 1 and 2 Maccabee uh, tell the story of Hanukkah. Though that's interesting historically, because most of us don't see the Apocrypha as Scripture, Hanukkah is therefore also not in Scripture. However, there are holidays we celebrate that are not mentioned in Scripture, but we attribute great meaning to them. Uh, An example of that would be Christmas, Christmas, like Hanukkah, can be celebrated in a secular context, but it can also be celebrated in a spiritual context. And we should not lessen, I don't think, the importance of a holiday, because many people see it as secular. Remember, God is looking at what we call kavanah, which means the intention of the heart. So as believers... Let's look at some of the themes of Hanukkah that come from this story, but make it an important spiritual holiday for us. So there are five themes that I thought of. Number one is deliverance. God delivered the Maccabees and they received their freedom once again. Secondly, uh, cleanse, you know, they had to cleanse the temple, and our temple, our body, mind, and spirit, needs to be cleansed as well. Number three, dedication. They dedicated the temple to the Lord. Well, we need to dedicate our temple to the Lord, too, body, mind, and spirit, right? Number four, there was a miracle of the candle lasting the light that lasted beyond one day actually was the oil that lasted and and so what a blessing that was Yeshua is our light he is the light of the world and our light is a reflection of his as he gives us light we pass that light on to others and number five uh, servant You know, on the menorah, which is the candle Abram, uh, one candle is higher than the others. This is called the shamash, which means servant. This candle gives light to the other candles so that they can be a light. So this candle serves as a servant, right? And though it is higher than all the others, Do you get the symbolism there? Yeshua modeled servanthood to us, though he is obviously higher than all of us. And we have been called to serve God first and then all others. The more we serve, the greater, I believe, our blessings from God. So these five words are related to each other and are related to Well, actually, it's related to our walk with God. Uh, When we are delivered, then we are cleansed. Um, We are cleansed by seeking not to sin anymore. Then we dedicate our lives to God. Then we become a light to the nation for God's glory. And uh, we do this by becoming a servant. So let's look at these five themes a little deeper. Number one. Deliverance. Well, in those days, it was deliverance from the Romans, but the Romans in in, from how we look at it, it really represents sin and the world, the secular world. And Hanukkah is about being delivered from sin and the secular world and death. So Romans twelve two says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So this will of God is for us to be delivered and set free. We see that in John eight thirty four, Yeshua answered them, Amen, I tell you, everyone who sin, sins is a slave to sin. Now the slave does not remain in the household forever. The son abides forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Get it? Yeah, amazing, right? When you have been delivered and set free, You want to remember and celebrate the Lord who has done this in your life. And what a great reason to celebrate Hanukkah. Secondly, we talked about cleansing the temple, and whenever I think of the word cleansing the temple and I think of our temple, I think of 1 Corinthians 6.19. Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you're not your own? For you were bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. So, in order to do this, to glorify God in our body, we need to be cleansed and we need to stay cleansed. Amen? Amen. Another scripture that I like. Concerning this is Psalm 51, 12 through 15. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. Then... Will I teach transgressors your ways and sinners will turn to you? I love scriptures that have a then at the end of it. In other words, what is the result of having that clean heart? Well, cleansing ourselves leads to us bringing sinners to the Lord. We have confidence to speaking to them. We have it it just gives us a right mind and a right heart. Number three, as I mentioned, uh, was dedication, and I already told you that Hanukkah, the word Hanukkah in Hebrew actually means dedication, and I love the scripture in 2 Chronicles two fourteen. I, I'm sorry, two four, which talks about um, dedication, and Solomon says this: "Behold." I am building a temple for the name of the Lord, my God, to dedicate it to him, to burn before him sweet incense for the continual showbread, for the burnt offerings morning and evening, on the Sabbaths, on the new moons, and on the set feasts of the Lord our God. This is an ordinance forever to Israel. So we dedicate our lives to the Lord in order to obey the Lord, and we offer up our time, our talents, everything we have and we celebrate his appointed times. But part you know this is all part of our dedication and so though Hanukkah is not an appointed time, you know in Leviticus 23, it is an amazing reminder of who God is and what he has done for us throughout the years. The fourth um, thing that we talked about is light. Hanukkah is often called a celebration of lights. There's a menorah, which is a 9 branch candelabrum. Remember, I said one candle is higher than all the others. It's called the shamus, meaning servant. And it lights the other eight candles, each now not uh, one per night, and it adds each uh, another candle each night. So the most Jewish people who don't recognize Yeshua don't see this. The concept of the higher candle serving the others by lighting it is unique and a wonderful picture of Yeshua our Messiah bringing us light. He is the highest. Yet he's the servant of all. Amen. As the candles are lit by the shamas, we understand our light comes from God. And as one of us receives God's light, the room gets brighter. And the more candles that are lit, the light becomes brighter. And that's how we become a community of light. It said it like this in John 1, 9, that was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. And I love John eight twelve. Then Yeshua spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. The last one is the shamus, um, the servant. He's higher, but serves, bringing light to others. In Mark ten forty four and 45, it says, whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So Hanukkah teaches us to serve. No matter what position we are placed in, we are to serve others. And one way is to bring the light of Yeshua. So we see the beauty. And the meaning of the holiday of Hanukkah, though it's, um, you know, and, and we see it through these themes. However, there are a lot of other lessons to be learned that are actually warning us. Hanukkah alerts us to the fact that our physical temple can be defiled. What are the sins that defile our temple? You're going to have to wait till next week because we're out of time. Oh, my goodness. But uh, let me just mention a couple things. So we'll continue with Hanukkah next week. Next Sunday will be the last night of Hanukkah. Let me mention that for any size love gift, we'll be happy to send you the Hanukkah Haggadah, which will just increase your knowledge and uh, just give you a real sense of what what can be done on Hanukkah. Call Karen at eight one three eight three one five six seven three and. Um, just let us know if you can help us financially uh it's a blessing to our program keep us on there uh this is also a great time for our rabbis to come visit your church and speak on various topics please uh consider calling us for that or emailing me at rabbi at heart of and as i said i say this every week we love visitors please come visit us you can bring your friends especially your jewish friends who don't know yeshua for the times dates and locations go to sheresh david.org i pray lord pour out your spirit on all my listeners here and i pray that they will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of messiah i pray this in the name of yeshua our messiah amen
0: you are messiah Yeshua HaMashiach Lion of Judah The God of Israel